Hello, welcome to the Shit You May Not Have Seen podcast, where we talk about the films you may not have seen. I'm Scott. I'm Joe. How are you doing today, Joe? Aye, alright. Aye, good. We've had a, already had a podcast aye. worth a conversation before we started. Aye, about other shit. Aye, um, aye so uh, what film are we watching? We're watching Blowout by De Palma. It began with a sound that no one was ever supposed to hear. He's the one I saw? Yes, he says he pulled the girl out of the car. I would like you to forget about her. Yeah, that's what I heard just before the tire blew out. You're right, it was a shot. He recorded a murder. They say it never happened. There are still loose ends, witnesses. The girl, I've decided to terminate her. Terminate her. Terminate her. De Palma's blowout. Now you hear it. Now you don't. Because that was blowout from 1981. John Travolta. Yeah, right. The man. And uh, such classics as Look Who's Talking. I actually quite like that. And Battlefielder. <laughs> Aye, Belters. Aye. I mean, he was in, obviously in some good stuff as well. Uh, Look Who's Talking is more fucking believable than Battleship Earth, mate. <laughs> Pop Fiction, obviously that's that's a, that's a big one for him. Aye, he's been in, he has been in good stuff. Aye, Saturday Night Fever. Aye, uh, do you know something? I've never seen Saturday Night no, Fever. No. It's, it's been a long time since I've seen. I have seen it, but it's like aye, a long way, way back. Um, I, I don't think I've seen it. No. I've seen um, Greece. Greece. I have seen. Unfortunately, I have seen Greece. I <laughs> seen Carrie as that was, well. That was the only things when I was in LA, like we were because we had like, the drag race and the. Oh, aye, of course, aye. Kind of, every time we drove over it, I would be like, "Oh, that's really did." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Although when we were there, it was actually a river. It wasn't aye, dry. Aye. Was chuck it. <laughs> aye, it was pissing down. Aye, aye, aye. He was in um, obviously fucking. Aye, Carrie was like obviously. Aye, was right. I, I, for, I forgot he was in that until I started uh, doing the research for this, and obviously Brian De Palma Brian did Carrie as well. As well aye. I I'd totally forgotten that uh, Travolta was in that. And so was, uh, was it Nancy Allen. Nancy Allen. Aye, 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 she's the, the bad girl. Bad guy. I used to fucking fancy her like <laughs> fuck man that's Lewis not, for Robocop aye <laughs> she was smoking in that as well uh, man um, you've seen her now she's aye, she still is she's always good she's always good man yeah. aye thank fuck <laughs> I'm not the old wheel aye oh yeah. fucking fair play yeah she's well her and Helen Mirren aye Helen Mirren as well aye absolutely yeah, but aye so Nancy Allen obviously and Carrie Robocop uh, uh, the Pam's other one the Dressed to Kill she was in is that the well. one that's got Michael Caine aye, aye. do you know I've never seen that but I'd like to see it because it's meant to be either, quite mental I've, I've, um, obviously I watched that uh, that documentary you recommended the oh the Shudder one the Shudder one what was it called again oh um, In Search of Darkness that's the it. million hour long documentory on just, 80s horror I had just like three parts and like, three parts and they're all four or five hours long 
Aye, it's insane. Aye, it's good though. It's aye. a good documentary. I enjoy it. Aye, I Absolutely. recommend it to anybody out there that, that likes movies. Really, I mean, because it's, it's, it's a bit eighties horror specifically, but it's it's a, a proper deep dive on it. And you speak to everybody. You sit there with your pen and paper, and they, <clears> I, I, I didn't take note of all the ones you want to watch. No, you know I don't. Mean? Like they talk about so many films. They talk about film, the films in general, but they also go deep into like specific films in each episode yep. so there must be there hundreds hundreds and hundreds of films oh, fuck aye also absolutely. De Palma comes up because of Carrie and uh, Just oh, to Kill Just well, was kind of one they, they spoke about quite a lot aye because it was quite controversial at the time it was aye like I said I've never seen it but just for watching that it kind of gave aye. me a, a wee idea of what it was about it seemed, it seemed a wee bit kind of jalo cinema vibe to absolutely it, like, I, aye definitely I yeah. think it was his attempt at something like that aye, do you know what I mean totally. aye um, who else have we got? John Lithgow. Third Drop for the Sun. Third Drop from the Sun, yeah. <laughs> Harry and the Hendersons. Fucking brilliant film, man. <laughs> I love that movie. I was talking to David, uh, one of the guys we know, um, about that a couple of weeks back. Yeah, I was like, you need to watch that again, man. I've, I've not seen it since. Have you know? Oh, it's good like, fun. So when, uh, how old have you been? Oh, like, it's like 80, I'm saying it's what, 87, 88? Yeah, so it's 87, like like so loved it at the time. Loved it. I don't know about watching it now. No, man, it's still, I, I watched it about, what, about maybe three years ago and I still enjoyed it. Obviously, um, the, the Predator's in it as well. The Predator is in uh, it, that's Kevin right. Hall, he plays the, the Bigfoot. The Bigfoot actually looks really good. It actually does. Still, I, no, I remember it. I had a facial. Remember they spun off and did a whole TV series as well, but it wasn't uh, It wasn't John Lithgow who was playing the dad, oh, really? it was like a whole new recast oh, no, of the family. I didn't catch that, man. Um, by TV show. Really? Off, off the back of the film. Yeah. In fact, your man Poirot's in that as well. Um, is he David Suchet? David Suchet, he plays the hunter. Right, I don't remember. And he's the film. funny so as fucking it, right? Because he plays it so straight, right? Okay. And that's what makes it so funny. Do you know what I mean? Because everybody, you know what I mean. Everybody, everybody else is playing it kind of comic. Comic. He's though he's played it straight, oh, which right. is which is fucking excellent. When, when I was kind of writing the, the list of things that he'd been in, and I was like, oh, Harry and the Hendersons. I thought oh, I should go back and watch it. Watch here. it, mate. Um, yeah. but here it was called Bigfoot and the Hendersons. Was it? Yep. Uh, it was called Harry. I'm sure it was uh, called Harry yeah, and the right. Hendersons in America, but it was called mm. Bigfoot and the Hendersons here. Right. I don't know why. Uh, Sometimes that happens. They, we, I don't know. They do that a lot. Like IMDb something, and it's got a different name. Aye, aye. It's, I guess it's more marketable if it's Bigfoot over here because we know we don't know what Bigfoot is, but we don't know what Harry is. Because <laughs> <laughs> we all know what Harry is. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, we've always got Dennis Franz. He's done like a bunch of the Palma films. He's in Dressed to Kill as well. He's the the sleazy camera guy in this film. Aye, yep. So he's in, he's in the package. He's a diehard too. He always plays a kid. He always plays a sweaty guy. He's a sweaty, sleazy guy. Aye, yeah. he's good at it, man. I know he's good. He's good in this as well. He's, yes. He's the, the sleazy cameraman. That's the kind of main cast, really. There's, aye. There's no really... Big characters, aye. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> so, a movie sound recordist accidentally records the evidence that proves that a car accident was actually a murder and consequentially finds himself in danger. He does that. Mm-hmm. I don't know when. I, f- I first saw this, like, a, years ago. I think, I think this was another one of those BBC Two late night movies. Aye, I think that was probably the yeah, same. Aye. Probably, and then I watched it again maybe, maybe four or five years ago. Right. Yeah, still loved it. Thought it was great. Cards on the table. Cards on the table. Aye. <coughs> aye. 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 I'm the same. I thought this was fucking excellent. Mm. Um, probably the same as yourself. Saw this along. Probably again, probably with my dad. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And then I watched it actually. When did I watch In fact, I started watching it about seven months ago again. Fell asleep, not because it fucking shit or anything. I just, I had to on late at night. You're old. And, tired. I, and I'm old and tired. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I'm old. I'm 44 next week. <laughs> old bastard like you. Right. Uh, so I'm catching up with you, mate. Um, aye, and I, I, I fucking, it was one of those ones I was quite far into it and I didn't want to just watch the arse end of it. So aye, aye. I was like, and I knew it was on the list. So I was like, fuck it, I'll, I'll just wait until it comes back round again but mm. aye aye 
cracking movie, yeah. man. Even though I watched it like no that long ago, like a couple of years, I'd forgotten quite a lot about it. Aye, me as well, aye. Like the intro sequence, I'd, I'd totally forgot about that. Aye, whole, I know, that aye. Whole thing. Aye, um, it's weird as fuck. It's a really weird way to start the movie. Aye. Cool though. Yeah, yeah, totally. When I watched it this time, because I'd forgotten about it, I was like, oh, he's doing, he's doing Jalo. Like he's Aye. doing a homage to that but it turns out that isn't he, what it was alright okay when I was reading up I watched an interview with him he, he was interviewed by Noah Baumbach who's a writer director in the States but I watched an interview with him and he was talking about it and it wasn't really a homage to that it was more of a fuck you to like people at the time right. who saw him as only a horror director because of Carrie because of Carrie right and it makes sense because he got all the girls that let, let in the uh, sorority sort because of thing. dressed to kill as well because that was a kind of slashery horror type thing ah right enough um, by, and people kind of painted him as only that right okay so it was a bit of a no that's those films aren't schlocky trashy horror and he's like this is shocky trashy horror aye aye and, yeah. that, and that's, he's like this is what this is it's not aye and it makes so, sense aye it's, okay, cause it's a weird start to the film totally weird aye and the it's weird because as soon as it, the film opens, it's just this horrible noise mm. right away. Aye. It's constant all yep. the way. Because at first I thought, is there something fucking wrong with us? Do you know what I mean? And then I realised, no, it's actually, because it's like, it's like a, I don't know what it is, it's like a synth. Aye, there's like a drone. Aye, of but it's really loud. Goblin-y sound. <laughs> there's a goblin yeah. hanging about in, in the bushes. It's our man from Elf. He's, he's uh, back. He's back. <laughs> Rubber as fuck, and then you've got your man Dan Haggerty just smoking <laughs> snout. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. The the opening scene, it was very, it was funny because it kind of gave me the, the vibe of. Uh, now it makes sense. Obviously, he did a bunch of stuff that was in the horror vein, if you like. But to me, I thought it was like a wee bit of a dig. It kind of like there was a lot of spin-offs after Halloween. Well, it, it, that, that was part of it as well. He was, he was having a wee bit of a dig at that. Aye, the um, slasher thing became like fucking ridiculous. The Steadicam thing, you know, the floaty camera, he said to the Steadicam up, he's like, I want that, but I want a bad version of that. Right. But the the Steadicam up we got was the guy who invented the Steadicam. So he was actually so really good at it. the guy worked on The Shining. Oh, fuck, really? Aye, so he did all the stuff in the hallway and all that. So it looks fucking great. Aye, not well. <laughs> he's too good. That's the thing. I, I saw a wee snippet with him, so he just finished doing The Shining. All right. And he got the call he, Go on this circle, go and do like do a re- recreation of the Halloween int- introduction That's sequence. A different vibe, and he did it, and it was too good. Right. And so they were like to him, "No, we want you to make it bad." He's Shit. Like, and then he's like, "Do you know how hard it is to, to do make something that, that you're good at badly?" Bad? Aye, you don't think of that. Yeah. Aye, totally. Aye. How do you reverse engineer that? Aye, aye, totally. <laughs> it's a cool opening. Aye, as it, it works well as that kind of thing, and then obviously thing, it leads into the the actual film. Yep. And then uh, you get that. <laughs> the shitty scream that's fucking brilliant man <laughs> like John Travolta's gutting himself he's like what the fuck is that uh, he cuts to the girl on the shower it's yeah. like the fucking the, the typical you know the fucking the curtain goes back and the knife goes up and she looks at the brain it's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking old Travolta's pissing himself off and, yeah. and it's right off right away I mean we were talking about this before we came on and it's like right away I was just like fucking I love John Travolta man yeah He's fucking great in this film. He's fucking brilliant in this he's, film, man. He's so likable in this. Like and, he, he, and he's so natural as I well. Totally. He's just a fucking natural actor. And I'm just thinking, man, what the fuck what happened, happened to this guy, yeah. man? It's like, he became a bit of a laughing sort. I mean, because of Tarantino, he got his fucking career I, back. Yeah, really. no, totally. He got, got a second chance. Like, <laughs> apparently, one of the things I read was the start of his kind of downfall was this film. Oh, really? I, mo- mostly because... So the film didn't do well financially at the box office. Right. Like it totally bombed because he was the star of the film. Going forward, people didn't see him as a bankable star. So he, oh. so he stopped getting the films. Right. Um, so as far back as that, he was I, basically pa- getting that was, that was the beginning of his the kind of the downward tra- trajectory of him. I, I don't I, I didn't look into the details of it. That could be total rubbish. Right. It was just something I read about, about the film. And this this was 
some people credit this film as being the one that started the, the first downturn. Which is weird. It's totally fucking weird because totally. he's, he's amazing in it. And co- conversely, also, this was the film that Tarantino loved that the, got him the, cast in uh, Pulp Fiction. Oh, really? Aye, so it was a, this film, like, it was... He saw, was like, he saw He the, saw that and he's like, he's great, let's get him for Pulp Fiction. Well, he's notorious for that, eh? Aye, totally. seen watching old films and digging people up whose careers are pretty much over. Aye, I mean, he did it with... Oh, Willis as well. Did it with Bruce Willis, yeah. did it with that other dude that fucking... Um, the police guy in From Dust Till Dawn. I know the guy you mean, because he popped up in... Plays a sleazy kind of Ecuadorian cunt in uh, Kill Bill. Kill Bill Part 2. Aye, and he's a cop in the, the first volume. Aye. It wasn't Dave Cardin, but I mean, he's, he's another He's another one, aye, because he was written kind of off as well, yeah. do you know Michael what I mean? Parks. Michael Parks. that's yeah. it. Aye. Aye, so he's got a, he's definitely got a kind of track record of picking these guys, mm-hmm. which is cool because these guys have all got good jobs and they did it again with uh, Jackie Brown with the, with the dude, a fucking terrible <laughs> man, his names are escaping me now, but I did the same thing with the, the kind of main guy in it. Robert Forrest that's the one aye. that's him aye I did it with him as well because yeah. his career he'd like totally like fucking went into I obscurity I forgot Michael Keaton was in Jackie Brown he's a cop aye, yeah. so he is aye. I've not watched Jackie Brown for a while you watch that do you know what I've not seen <coughs> Jackie Brown f- for fucking years man. it's a good one it's one that I'd I didn't like it at the time really talk about. Aye, I didn't yeah. like it at the time but I know I'd like it now people don't talk about it I think in the same kind of senses as Reservoir Dogs Pulp Fiction it's because it came it's you know it's it's because it came after Pulp Fiction Pulp Fiction Mm. was a lot to live up to at the time Jackie Brown's good it's it's because it wasn't Pulp Fiction Part 2 do you know what I mean I think that's what fucked it up for a lot of folk aye good movie Aye, anyway, blow out. Aye, blow out. <laughs> Aye, so, I mean, basically we find out that uh, John Travolta's a sound recordist working on shitty B-movies. Aye. Much the same as our man from Brubarian Sound Studio. Aye, only not an acid. Aye. <laughs> <coughs> That's his thing, and uh, he's to find a new scream for, for this And scene. that whole interaction's fucking funny, Aye, it's, it's hilarious. It makes, almost makes you think it's going to be a comedy from, like, the first... Aye, because it starts off pretty funny. I yeah. mean, it does definitely start off funny, but it's, again, it's like, sort of similar to maybe we spoke about taking a pill in one, two, three. It's, it's there's something about that kind of 70s, early 80s thing where the, the writing was just funny, but mm. but wasn't on the nose funny. Do you know what I mean? Like shit is now. We've spoken about this before. It's like, you know, when there's a comedic moment, it's almost like you're setting you up for the comedic aye, moment saying right okay laugh now. laugh now aye. aye whereas back then it was just it was so well written and that whole interaction between him and the guy that's obviously in there because the film's funny as fuck based on a real interaction between Brian De Palma and his sound recordist on one of the films you were working on well that's why he's funny because I think they'd done like five or six films together and right. De Palma's like that that wind you've used that wind before <laughs> that like, go get me some fucking new wind that bit's brilliant man. the whole wind uh, yeah. argument is fucking yeah. great but uh Cuts for there basically, and your man Travolta's in the in the park at night with a <coughs> with a heavy duty microphone. Yep. That be thin. What's that called? You know that be that, thin one. That looked like it was a Sennheiser eight one six. I could be wrong. Long shotgun microphone, long throw. It catches things. I was going to say that it was picking up toads and uh, all yeah. sorts. It of lo- shit. looked like it was. Although in that situation, the way he was using it, you'd be getting fuck all because oh, really? to get the wind, you'd be getting. Aye, because it would just be it'd be too sensitive. There was, man. No, there was no wind protection on it. Ah, exactly. I so just did, all you'd have got was you'd have got the wind, but it would have been. Oh, you think you would have fucking at least get that right? Do yeah, you know what I mean? But I mean, obviously, it looked better the way he was holding it. You know, he was like he was using it like a, a laser pointer. Ah, he was kind of pointing at certain things. It was, it was obviously an aesthetic thing. He wanted it looked better him doing it rather than having the big, Aye, I big mean, furry it's, gun. It's movie yeah. stuff. I mean, yeah, guys, totally. like, guys like yourself that know that yeah. know the, the the industry and that know that's a lot of shit. <laughs> that was a cool sequence, though. I thought like the way he's 
he's out there getting the wind and then he'll hear something just off and he'll turn aye. the mic and then that'll become the focus so he hears like a couple speaking aye that's funny that goes and then the women's like oh there's a guy up there looking aye, at he's his on his eye that's funny it's funny as well um, a great shot obviously bit where he hears the owl aye and we get that the Palma split screen thing aye, he does, does, he does that a lot he yeah. does that a lot we see that he's in the background and the, the fucking owls they're and both the, in focus they're both yeah. in focus and yeah. it's, again it's just him Aye. We spoke about this in totally. the last podcast, you know, certain directors. Oh, style. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely got his own style, mm. do you know what I mean? It's quite soft as well, his films. Certainly back then, not so much like he's kind of... Oh, Carrie's like that. Carrie's like get this kind of hate, like a <laughs> soft It's almost filter. like it's a dream. Aye, dreamy yeah. sort of vibe. Yeah. He's doing his thing with the sound. Then he hears a car kind of rushing mm. by and he's like, what the fuck's this? And he kind of turns the, the microphone around. And that's when you hear the, the bang. And then the, the, the two bangs. The two bangs, aye. The two bangs to, quite close yeah. together. He doesn't know that at the time because he's just like, what the fuck's happening? Yeah. He hears the bangs, zzz, the car skids off the bridge, fuck you, right into the water. And then... Um, the water doesn't hang about. No, he's straight... Dump, he's, dumps his gear. Dumps his gear straight, straight down the there. Do you know there was a bit in that that I never noticed? See the bit where he dumps his gear and he jumps into the water? I'd never noticed the guy coming out from under that. the bridge. I was going to say that, I'd never noticed it before. I, I, I rebound yeah. it, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I never noticed because it's dead sneaky the way ah, it's done. so subtle, like, you don't really notice him. Because you're, you're focusing on uh, Travolta jumping into the water, into the water right? which I thought was really cool. Aye, so that was Dennis Franz's character. That's the guy who t- takes the, the film of the. Aye, he's, the basically, he's basically setting the senator up to, yeah. to blackmail him. We find out later on the film. I've never noticed but, him before. But stuff like that's not really used that much now. Mm. Wee things like that are really cool. Because before I don't ever notice the point where you see him running across the, the bridge. I'd, I'd noticed that before, but I, when you see him under the bridge. <laughs> and he comes like, out from yeah. under the bridge and goes up or yeah. onto the bridge. Yeah. Travolta jumps in. Finds the driver who turns out to be the like, senator in it. Aye, aye, he's toast. He's yeah. he's already aye, drowned. Uh, it was pretty cool. I thought the so you're you're in the water with Travolta and it's all kind of dark blue grey water and then in the car the senator's been bleeding so the water in there's red. That's right. So it's, aye. There's a kind of red haze in the car. I really thought that was cool. kind of cool. Aye, yeah. really cool. And he kind of floats up and he's like, oh, yeah. he's dead. Then he sees a girl in the back and he's like, yeah. there's, obviously there's enough. The car start to fill up and so she's like kind of running out of space and. It gets a rock, doesn't he? I guess Smack. rock smashes window and pulls <clears> her out. Pulls her out. And then we cut to basically it's a hospital, isn't it? I thought, again, thought this bit was fucking brilliant, man. The bit where the cops asking them all aye, these really kind of weird questions. Like, weird like, questions. And, aye, yeah. and stuff like that. It's just, it's, it's, I, it's, I'm watching it going, I fucking love John Travolta. Do you, you believe man. Travolta? No, it's like he is, he is that guy. He's so natural yeah, in totally. that part. And yeah. he's, he's quick in the delivery, you know, the way he rips the cop. Because yeah. the cops kind of try to, Lead, lead the narrative a wee bit of aye, what happened aye. and he's like no that's not that's, what happened I, I jumped in he's like I, I think he says the cops he's trying like, to he's like I, I jumped in and I pulled out the girl and the cop's like what, what, what girl he's, he's like, like the girl that I pulled out the car he's like you can't say that he's like aye. well how the fuck she was there yeah. <laughs> right away I was just like aye this guy was great man mm. he was fucking great then it's like the senator's aide comes in and he's yeah. hitting out with the same sort of thing. He's like, let's fucking not mention that the girl was here and because, you know, it'll soil right. the senator's reputation and he's got a wife and kids and travelers like that. Well, that's what happened. That's what fucking happened. Yeah. I'm not going to fucking say it didn't happen. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And then he's like, oh, no, no. Obviously, right away, you're, you're thinking this is getting set up to basically he's going to be hushed. Do you know it's, what I mean? Well, it's the beginnings of the political conspiracy. Conspiracy, aye, exactly. He basically asks about the girl, doesn't he? And he goes in and he... Yeah, he goes in and talks to her, and that's Nancy Allen. Aye, it's weird because, like, Travolta's very, very... His performance is very, very fucking grounded in reality. Mm. Whereas hers isn't. Hers no. is like a caricature. And she can act. But that's the thing, she's, she is acting. You know, she's 
Aye. She's given a performance, but it's an obvious performance. Aye, it's weird. It's yeah. like, it's obviously, the Palmer's obviously asked, pointed her in that direction to act Aye. like that because she'd like be a dumb blonde, basically. Aye, but she really fucking mm. lays into it. They were married at the time. Oh, the really? Palmer and Nancy Allen. Yeah. Oh, no, I didn't yeah, know that, right. right? That makes sense because she was in like three of movies. Yeah. And Adam married her as well, man, to be <laughs> fair. <laughs> it was quite interesting the dynamic between the two of them and the way they were acting because they're mm. acting in completely different ways. Do you know what I mean? She's like this kind of ditzy, comes across as a not very bright. She's wanting to immediately. She's like, ah, get me out of here and stuff like that. And he's like, nah, you need to calm down. You know, fucking, you, you know, you've been in an accident, shit like that. I think he actually leaves at that point, doesn't he? He's like, she, no, she, she's he makes some leaves, leaves with her. Ah, uh, she's like, oh, you need to, you need to basically like, take me out of here. Been, stuff. She is going to leave on her own, and he's like, no, no, like you're, that's it's right. not a good idea. You need to wait here, and he's like, oh. I think he convinces her, she convinces him to go to a motel, I think. Is that's it, right. That that? No, that's that right. Is at that point. Uh? Aye, because that's where they go for the hospital. They don't Aye. go to his place, they go to a hotel for whatever yeah. reason. That's, that's because, um, so initially she says, let's let's go to Mines. She and keeps then, changing and it. And then it's like, oh, maybe that's not a good idea because <clears throat> she, she knows that there's people after them. Aye. And then it's going to his and he says, well, we can't go to mine for the same reason. So Aye, that's where they go to the motel. That's yeah. when we, we first see Travolta sitting listening back to his audio. yeah. And that's where he hears the two. Aye, because at first he's like, he keeps rewinding it and shit like that and he keeps playing it again and he's got headphones on and stuff like that. I think then she wakes up and he actually I sort of listen to it as well, didn't Aye, he? Aye, and she says, oh, I don't really, don't really hear it initially. Aye, anyway. well, she, actually, judging Aye. by the way she's been acting, she's a bit <laughs> fucking ditzy anyway, but... Yeah. Or Travolta goes back to his office, like his kind of studio. Aye, that's right. And he's, uh, I think, does he make a copy? That's what happens when he goes back to the studio... Because obviously he's been through this whole ordeal with this, you know, the fucking rescuing the girl and then, then fucking spending the night with her in the kind of hotel room and then he's got this audio with this, he's like, it sounds like a gunshot. And, and he's in the office and the guy's still, the oh, guy, the screen. But, uh, he's, yeah. he's got three girls there. <laughs> he's points out each scream. He's like, each scream, and they all scream in a row and he's yeah. like, keep looking. <laughs> So it was cool there was a wee bits of humour in this. It's quite a grim movie, really. At the well, I mean, when you get to the end, it <coughs> certainly is a grim movie. Oh, fuck yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. The, the kind of through stories, kind of grim anyway. It's, the, it's that way it sets itself up to be like kind of political conspiracy Aye. film. And then it kind of isn't that. Aye, kind of. Not no in the same way that like kind of the films like uh, Parallax View would be or Three Days of the Condor would have been aye, that kind aye, of thing. Aye, aye. No, it's no where it's full on there's political conspiracies going on Aye. even though it sets itself up like because event we've, we've not really spoken about uh, John Lithgow's character yet but basically the <laughs> powers that be sort of disown him because he's went too far uh, and he just carries on with the mission anyway it turns out he's just so, a psychopath so anyway that's where this kind of deviates from that because usually in those films the political guys are still pulling all the strings but uh, they've, they've, they've actually stepped, cut they've ties with him and it's, it's, it's all on Lithgow at that point He's getting the recording of the gunshot, obviously, and he's like, you know, he's mulling over it and he's fucking listening to it back. And he, I think he realizes himself, right? There's something seriously fucking, there's mm. something else no, happening. He knows here. he's like, that there's a gunshot. There's like definitely is, a gunshot. Yeah, definitely, yeah. At the same point, this is happening. The guy who's been there to take, he's took pictures of the, the car coming off the, just conveniently, he's there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody asked why he was there or fuck yeah. all. In the film, I think he says he was just out taking, taking random films. pictures. I, Aye, but see, he ends up selling these pictures to like the newspapers of the car coming off the bridge, and then we get that really cool sequence where Travolta gets the he paper, the magazine, yeah. and the magazine, and it's got like it's got loads and loads of pictures of the, the yeah, car, like frame, frame for frame. Yeah. So he cuts it out, makes it into like a, then he takes pictures of it and makes it into a movie, aye, which did. I thought was fucking aye, it was cool. was really yeah. really cool because he wants to sync up his sound to the, the <clears> picture because he thinks that'll show it 
clearer that, that what goes on. Aye, and it does because you see the you see the muzzle flash from the gun. Yep, aye. at the same time as obviously you hear the gun and then you hear the blowout from the tire. Yep, and the car going into the water. Yep, aye. So I cool. like that whole process yeah. and that quite technical. I thought. You know, aye, not always. I mean, it's, it's the way you you wouldn't get in a movie now. Especially nah, on a mainstream film. Not extend, not that, not, not that, not that, not that length. You maybe see the start of the process and then at the end it would be like, oh, here's Aye. this film. But I love that about these older... You only see all the steps. Aye, you know? I love that about these older films. It's mm. like, they're not rushing anything. They don't, yeah, they don't totally. feel that they need to rush it because they know people have, back then have got patience to invest in the story, do you know what I mean? And it's not like, just get to the next bit. So I really liked that part. I thought that part was excellent. Prior to making the film, he's, I think he goes to the cops with it. It's after he, that, is it not? No, because he, he don't think he's had the idea about the film yet. All oh, right, aye, so, he, aye, so, he, so before, so he goes before to the he, cops with a copy of the, the, the tape. audio, aye, yeah. and that, that again, that interaction's fucking hilarious. No, because I'm sure he sees he hides, sees the flash. He hides a copy. Aye, but he yeah. sees he sees the flash. He says he says to the cop, "If you've watched this, he says aye. you'll see it. I've synced it up." because he's got it away getting develop, getting it developed, and the that's guy right. that's developing it for him says, "I'll come back in like 24 hours." That's we're, right. We're really busy. Aye, so well, he's getting that developed. He goes to the cops with the audio only, and I thought again, fucking great. That are writing there, man. Yeah. Um, the cops are complete prick. It's quite funny because at this point, you don't really know why the cop doesn't like Travolta. So you're just thinking, does he just not like him? But then we find out later on, there's a reason why they, ah, they yeah. don't like him. It turns out that Travolta worked with the cops before he became a sound man. Yeah, he was like their technical guy for their covert operations. Ah, he would yeah. do the wires and we get that really cool. That we kind of sort of short film within the film, which I thought was quite cool. Really cool. Yeah. Aye, where he, the reason the cop doesn't like him, aye, is because of that, you know, because and then he, Travolta's character, ends up telling. Because it's because he was working, the cases he was working on were exposing corrupt cops. Corrupt cops, that's right. So aye. The, the cop that he's trying to give the tape to is like, you put away a lot of my friends that's right aye that's right he ends up telling Nancy Allen's character why the cops you know he said what did yeah. you do before this is I work with cops and then we get that like you're saying that, that cool kind of wee film um, kind of shows Travolta in a different light as well that his character in a different light because he seems a wee bit more confident and cocky aye and it just adds more depth yeah. depth to his character what happens in that obviously <laughs> because of his equipment filling up Aye. gets the undercover cop killed it does aye because that's, that's why he kind of leaves because when he ta aye because when he's taped the the basically the kind of the wire on his chest and there's like a the recorder's like a, it's like a battery or something yeah, like so that it's a, so it's supposed to be a wireless setup he's got right. the recorder aye, he's got the recorder it's a transmitter but that's another interesting part because Travolta knows that something's going wrong because he can hear it on his end and they pull up at the back of the gangster's car just as the cop goes in and um, he's really wanting to go in right away. Yeah, and so the cop with him's kind of holding him back. Aye, and it, it makes him seem like a good guy, do you aye, know what I mean? Slid solidifies the idea that he is a good guy. He's, just, he's just trying to... He's trying, he's, you know, something he's not really took into consideration is the fact that if he starts sweating the battery he'll start going and burning yeah, the guy basically yeah. so he's like fuck I've made an arse of this so he runs in it's obviously Travolta that finds the, the cop hanged that whole part was brilliant gives a good wee bit of background to the character aye absolutely so that's why the cop doesn't like him <laughs> he like you said he, he blames him for like yeah. putting away his friends and aye, working for internal affairs basically do you know yeah, what I mean aye. that whole interaction was really cool though like, aye it was know. it was a good scene um, but of course, the tape ends up being blank because what John Lithgow's John character been has wiped all his tapes. He's been in and fucked about yeah. with him. I that, that was it was interesting. So there's a scene a wee bit earlier. You know, they've got the car in the garage, <laughs> the, the car that crashed. That's right, John. And John Lithgow goes in to swap out the tire so that the one with the bullet hole in it is it can't be found. When he's in taking that tire out of his own car, there's a box sitting next to it, an um, electric. I think it's a magnetic tape eraser. 
Like just ah, I never even noticed that. I, I noticed that when I was watching. So that's what he's used. That's what he's used. So they're, they're setting that up. That's cool as fuck, on, though. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Just, aye, just wee, wee so details. He, he's got this thing, so he's going to wipe all his tapes. He's going to wipe all the tapes. Yeah. So that ends up what he does do. Aye. Yeah. That scene was cool as well, where John Travolta finds out that he's wiped all his tapes. Aye, he goes into his room. That fucking disorientating aye, camera where it keeps going round and it goes round for fucking. He's putting on more and more tapes, and so you start getting loads and loads of different static and kind of. Warpy sounds and everything going in. That's I'm listening back to all his tapes, which are all being white. Aye, that I've never seen personally. I've never seen that done before nah, in a cool. movie. It's, it's a really cool shot. It's like yeah. they put the camera in the middle of the room and spun it. Sometimes Every time he, it comes some, around to Travolta, cues him putting another tape aye, on, and, and then you get another sound effect frantic, as he puts the tape. Aye, on. really disorientating. Yeah. That whole scene maybe lasts about. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't sound like a lot, but it's like about two and a half minutes, three minutes, yeah, two, two three minutes, definitely. That's yeah. a long time. And I've never seen anybody do. Yeah, something anything like that really, and that's that type of film. Cool thing about the panel, he's always doing stuff like that in his films. Good he's with always the camera, interesting camera. This film in particular, there's loads of stuff exactly. like that going on. Like Aye. you never, you know, sometimes in a film you would get we move to a new location and you get a, a shot, cut. you get a shot of the building Aye. to show you you're at the building, and then we'll cut to inside the building. Aye. He, he goes this, in the building. He, Aye, he would he would start. You would start with that shot, but then the camera would move and move into the building, Aye. move up the building, and then in the window. Was, yep, and he did, yep. he did that a few times. He did. There was lo lots of great. Yeah. It's very much like, like Citizen Kane, I think. And yeah, it, yeah. that was well known for that. Eh? There's that famous scene where it's, I think it was the first time it ever been. It's like a camera going straight, they go yeah, straight through a sign or something yeah, like that, yeah. and it keeps going. And yeah. So I obviously coming for that kind of school. I yeah. thought but there's also loads of kind of overhead shots as well, which were really cool. loads of, some nice, loads of weird stuff. Scenes with, with things like that. There's a great scene actually when John Lithgow gets the picture of Nancy Allen's character, and he's supposed to kill her, and he accidentally kills another no, it's, girl. It's not accidentally. All right. This is the other thing I was going to bring up about this. The film, right? Because I was like, wondering, because how the fuck. Did they make that, make well, that the, mistake? The, the film is like three films and one that kind of becomes a slasher film with, like, with John Lithgow. Because John Lithgow's a fucking nut job yeah. in it. I just likes killing people. Right, so that's that's part of his plan is to set up that there's a serial killer killing people who look like Nancy Allen's character. Right. So, so he, that when he does get to Nancy Allen, it's just, Allen, a it's just oh, another one of those. Right. Like, that's cool as fuck. So that's why he's on. That. The, remember when he's on the phone and he's like talking he's, to the cops and he's like, oh. Ah, so he's the one who's been doing all the killings of all the women. Yeah, he's he's a slasher, but it's all to set up what's so that when he kills That's Nancy Allen smart as fuck because that first one she looked really like Nancy Allen like, she really did yeah, aye, aye absolutely that, that was the point of it although I did think the way he grabbed her like at the bus stop was a bit weird like nobody saw anything that was another thing <laughs> every time he seems to like go to attack anybody he's doing it in clear view of everybody man do you know that, what I mean that one in particular was a bit like because there's people standing the bus right stop, next man? to him he I puts know. the wire around her neck and pulls her out it's like nobody saw that nobody saw that it just so happens there's like a, a, a door right at the back that leads <laughs> down into a leads down into a fucking <laughs> construction site do you know what yeah, I mean yeah. I, I was exactly I was like he's picking the wrong fucking times to do these killings <laughs> man he's clearly in amongst people do you know what yeah, I mean yeah. that scene where he grabs her and they fall back through like a kind of wooden kind That's of like door a wooden door at a construction, a construction site, site. Yeah. they roll down a steep hill great camera angle there because when he gets her down at the bottom it stabs him in the ice but you don't really you, you see a camera in him but you don't actually see the, the thing getting in or anything like that but the camera goes for that straight up over the fence onto the street and Nancy Allen's character's walk Allen walk and it's street, fucking yeah. great how they did that. She's, she's going to meet Travolta, isn't she? Or, no, no, she's, going to meet, she's going to meet the photographer no, guy that she visit, works um, with, aye. Dennis Franz's character. But that scene's fucking brilliant, yeah, that was man. Cool. It was a nice brilliant. Shot, yeah. uh, I really must have been some size of crane to do that, oh, man. Totally. Uh, fucking huge, man. Uh, yeah, the film had been budgeted to a relatively low budget. 
Right. Then when Travolta came on, because he was, he was hot at that point, so they like gave him way like. more budget to do things like that, those kind of shots. It pays off, man. Yeah. Brilliant, man. Really, really, really well done, do you know what I mean? I don't even really see that much of that happening in cinema now I mean, it, I mean drones are used a lot now but it's di- used differently though no use drones like, there's, load, there's loads of cool ca- kind of crane stuff going on and things like that as well like, uh, there is, there is. funnily enough I watched Scarface um, right. a, bit, a, a week ago I've never seen that you've never seen Scarface, never seen Scarface mate oh you need to see Scarface mate but there's lots of similar very similar was, stuff was Scarface <coughs> after this I think it was his film straight after, after. straight after aye. aye Scarface was 83 aye I think no, this was 81 so it would have been 81 aye watching Scarface again and then watching this aye there's similar mm-hmm. very similar tricks with the camera and stuff yeah, like that yeah. obviously a different theme you know what I mean aye totally being a kind of gangster film. movie yeah. sort of thing but that scene where we, we see the camera going over she's basically Nancy Allen's character's going to meet the photographer That's and right, this is yeah. when we kind of find out that they've been working together and they've got a scam going where they basically they're, hi- yeah, he they're uses hired as a, basically to set people up and extort them for money extort them for money it turns out like they've been used they've done a couple of jobs yeah. actually um, but this one in particular it's John Lithgow's hired him to set up the centre that's right, aye. Right. And we get that whole back and forth with the Nancy Allen and, and him. <laughs> he's just Captain Sleazy, who's just fucking, <laughs> he's, like you say, he is really good at playing that part. I guess that's why he keeps getting fucking typecast. Typecast. <laughs> <laughs> we, we need a kind of swat, fat, sweaty, sleazy guy. Oh, He'll do. His friends. <laughs> he's like, I'm your guy. <laughs> I'll be the fat, sleazy, sweaty guy for you. They meet up and that's when we find out, do you know what I mean, yeah. that they're working in cahoots and stuff like that. Travolta doesn't know this at this point. No, he doesn't know. Yeah, he doesn't know. He's, the whole thing was a setup. He's oblivious. When does he actually find out again? He goes to Dennis Franzi's shop. That's right. To kind of try and get hold of the original film. That's when we... And he meets we, a cop there. Cop tells him that, aye, sure, like, everybody's been down to... Is a customer of him and everybody's been down trying to... Because he knows, they know that he does sleazy extortion kind of stuff that's when the cop shows him the cop shows him the photos the and that's where he sees her and that's where he puts it together and he's like they're working together right, yep. to try and extort like people yep. while well, that's happening John Lithgow's character he's you get some phone call stuff where he's in like kind of he's in like public phones and stuff yeah, like that yeah, he's, he's back and forth where the kind of people are kind of superior people, like the CIA aye, turns out like you were saying <coughs> earlier on like they're just went, like what the fuck are you doing man you're taking yep. us too far now man we didn't sign off and people getting fucking yep. murdered now and He's like, ah, you know what? I'm just gonna fucking kill some folks. Nah, he's like, this, this is the mission. Like, I'm gonna. Ah, he's just gonna see it through. There's a point where you see him. He's reading a newspaper and it's reporting on one of the killings that he did. Right. And he's got a wee smirk on his face. I don't know. I thought it was more because he's getting a kick out of being a serial killer, basically. Aye, totally. Um, but maybe a wee. Uh, it was maybe more to do with his plan was working. You know, because they thought there was a serial killer. Because I think they call him like the. Some, something strangler they call him in the Liberty Bell fucking strangler because he stabs the yeah, part of the, yeah. the bell into their aye. bellies and stuff but I took it more as being like he's getting a wee kick out of it so he's oh, actually he's enjoying being a, a serial killer aye he's definitely a sick yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of folk don't know John Lithgow started off as that kind of character aye um, and obviously aye obviously with, with Dexter he, he reprised of, that yeah. fucking one of the <laughs> one of the most terrifying killers and anything I've ever yeah. seen, and it's you know Harry and the Hendersons, you know Harry what I mean? And the Hendersons, right? Just shows you yeah, that from weird alien guy from Third Rock from the Sun. Ah, exactly. Look, fucking Buckaroo Banzai. Do you know he like voiced Yoda? What? N- not in the Empire Strikes Back, obviously. 
they did a radio drama version of The Empire Strikes Back in right. 1983 when the film came out and he did the voice of Yoda. They didn't get Frank Oz for some reason. What the fuck? John Lithgow and I, that must exist somewhere. I looked, it doesn't. Oh, I, couldn't, I couldn't, well, I didn't, didn't look very hard. I just kind of, right. first few hits on uh, YouTube. But this is total public knowledge, but I don't watch broadcast TV really. No, neither do I, mate. There's a, a clip of him on the Great British Bake Off, your man, No Fielding. Right. Asks him about it and then he does a wee, does a wee voice. Oh, cool, man! Yeah, so, like, <laughs> so, cool. Uh, so, like the wider public know about this, but we don't. We don't because <laughs> we, we don't watch those. terrestrial yeah, TV. Totally. <laughs> I've not watched terrestrial TV for about fucking twenty years, yeah, man. And totally. I'm even joking, yeah. man. <laughs> it's been Netflix and YouTube. Uh, but that, that, I thought that was kind of that was kind of funny. Aye, that is. Oh, that's weird as fuck, guy. Yeah. John Lithgow playing a fucking nut job. He's yeah, really good at it. He's, he's great at it. He's really good in this. Oh, he's yeah, brilliant. Aye. Yeah. So that that stuff's going on, aye. and then. Uh, John Travolta is obviously still looking to get, uh, he gets his film, he gets the, the film back and he syncs his sound up to the film. That's right. And uh, he sits down and shows it to Nancy Allen. I think this actually happens a bit earlier <coughs> in the film. Right. But and then she says, like, oh, it's a pity we've not got the, the original Aye. film because it would look much better because that's all grainy and you can't really make it out. And that's when they go on the hunt to try and, well, Travolta goes on that to try and get the actual film and Nancy Allen's then gone to visit. Uh, so she's to talk to him about it because I think there's a bit of chat about money and how much how much money's. Ah, uh, he's made. been he's basically held back money from yeah. her and all that. Mm. She, she he originally told her he was getting three grand for doing the, the photos uh, and stuff like that. Turns out it was six uh, and shit like so. Uh, he's he's fucked her basically mm. out of money and that's when he tries to to pair her up. Well, that's uh, so the second time she goes back is I think that's after Travolta's found out that they've uh, uh, and that's when he said about the money <coughs> and she goes back to find out about the money. And then he properly tries to get. Probably tries to pervert. Yeah, he tries, tries to rape her. She basically. smashes him over the head with a bottle, man. And then that's when she, that's when she steals the actual proper film in it. Yeah, aye. But a really clear one where he can see. What's aye, going that's, on. that's where she gets it. But that, that finishes with one of those cool shots, the overhead one. And aye, in the room. Franz is on the on the bed. The bed. Casper all down. Nancy Allen kind of leaves. Aye, to the side. There's a very very simple, fucking identical scene in Dirty Harry movie. This is one with the cops sudden impact. It's exactly the same scene. It's like the camera's like in a tiny room, right? And it's like totally reminded me of yeah. that. But it's obviously it's not the Palmer that did that. But no. I wonder, I wonder if that's maybe maybe a wee wee influence because yeah. it's exactly the same shot. And it's right. such a because it's such a bizarre shot. It sticks in your mind. Yeah, so that was quite interesting. I. So she takes it back, and then this is when we get the, the anchor, the kind of news anchor guy Aye, contacts. He, shows up, he yeah. shows up and basically saying to Travolta, "Look, man, I, I believe what you're saying here and stuff." Aye, like Because he says he's got a source, but we never find out what his source is. Probably John Lithgow. You it? think so? I think he's just setting that up so that he can step in and I think so, yeah. aye, aye. I thought that that's what I kinda of right, thought aye. was happening mm. anyway, aye. Makes sense. Travolta's a wee bit kinda of like, I'm not sure about this guy, and he's like, oh, fuck this guy. But eventually he's like when he does get the, the actual proper video be sound, he's like, Let's do this, man. So he eventually phones up the guy, the the anchor guy, but at the same point, John Lithgow's character's tapped he's his tapped phone. Phones, he's listening that, in. That's another really cool scene. Aye, because it, it starts out, up high. Aye, and, aye, and it, it goes down into the basement. Goes down through the fucking floor brilliant. And, stuff, and, and you see the wee, comes along and you see his wee recorder, his wee recorder yeah. and stuff like. That. So he's basically listening in on the chat and that. And then John Lithgow pretends that he's basically he he gets a hold of Nancy. It's Nancy Allen's character in it. Aye, 
he gets a hold of her and pretends he's... Because he's also blocked... He's blocked Travolta's phone. phone. So he can't get any of him coming calls. That's right, so he and has. And then he phones Nancy Allen and says he's been trying to get a hold of him, but he can't. And she's been trying for him as well, so and she can. believes... Aye, but he's but the outgoing calls are okay because when he picks up, his receiver's working. <laughs> but Nancy Allen believes that she's going to meet the anchor when it's actually John Lithgow. But so does Travolta because Nancy Allen goes over to speak to... That's right, and he's like, um, right, cool. Yeah. Ah, but I thought it's fucking... Why, well, I, I, why I the fuck did Travolta actually, not go I there? I don't think he does. I think he's a bit wary of it. Because obviously he gets the he wires her up. That's right. The, but I didn't know why he didn't. Why did he know? Why do you think he didn't go along with? Her? I think he was trying because they knew it was it was them. Or the, the day that he keeps talking about. Like the, ah right, okay. So he was trying to catch them out by getting them on uh, the recording. Right. So they had proof. Right. Uh, that makes sense. So I then they can arrange a meet in the this like the kind of like train station. Eh? Yeah, it's, is it Penn State? Ah, it Penn is? State. Yeah. I. Um, but I thought again <laughs> the, the balls of John Lithgow's character in this part John Lithgow's in a train station which is busy as fuck yeah. um, he sees an opportunity <laughs> I, he sees like a pro um, try to chat up a sailor and then he starts it's funny as fuck because he's like sitting like three feet away from him but he's got this strangling device <laughs> wire that's oh, and he's watching and, watch, and he keeps pulling it right out and it's like literally in fucking full view of everybody <laughs> But I kind of like that because it's kind of it gives his character a kind of surreal feel. It's as if he's in his own world and nobody oh, it's notices that him. Thing, isn't it? Aye, kind of interesting thing about this film is like it's three films in one. Aye, it's got, really it's smart. Got a slasher storyline. It's a political thriller and it's like a crime drama. It's, aye, it's all three, yeah. which is fucking bizarre because I don't know that any other movies yeah, really blended yeah. that successfully. Aye, anyway, it does it quite well too. And they, all, they all they all tie in. No, it's not like three completely separate stories. They're aye. all they're all linked. Aye. You know? There. You kind of get the vibe that he's like, oh, there's another girl that looks like, yeah, looks like uh, Nancy, Nancy Allen. Allen. Yeah. So obviously she, he overhears that they have a rearrangement that they're going to go down to the, the quiet part of the fucking train station and uh, there's like phone boxes. Then we cut to, <laughs> to the sailor getting a blowjob and then he's like fucking throws the money at her and walks out the yeah. uh, out the fucking telephone box and then John Lithgow's character's in like a couple of phone boxes up from it she stands up and he, he's, he's holding, he's holding money, money and he's smiling that probably was weird because I thought he was going to fucking kill her there but he doesn't no she she goes away to go to the bathroom and he kind of follows her around there I thought that was a weird part though he could have just followed her into the toilet I don't get why that, that part kind of seemed a wee bit disjointed no seemed pointless a wee I bit I don't know he's, he's kind of getting her attention then she basically <coughs> says she's going to go and freshen up oh, and get, right. get him later on right so he's trying to get her into the toilet of course that makes sense aye so it's a bit more bit more secluded than to try uh, to kill her uh, in the phone box at a busy train station I've seen that. he's playing with his fucking strangling device in front of everybody so I mean yeah. uh, but uh, she goes out the toilet he yeah. follows her and he's and it seems I, I, pretty brutal I, I, but yeah. you're full on on edge when you're watching yeah. it it kind of comes from the cubicle the camera's kind of suspended across both kind of cubicles mm. at the top so you see her basically like brushing her teeth and stuff oh, yeah, like and that she keeps moving and he, he kind of comes down with the wire and, and, he comes comes over, and, and he comes over the top of the cubicle and like she moves and then he's just about to strangle and then he comes back up again yeah. and then eventually she does look up and she sees him and he, he yeah. basically he strings her up yeah. and then we see the classic the feet dangling the feet and stuff and then they stop and then yeah, they stop I, I love the fact that you know I've got you know, I've got half an hour to kill here man I'll just, I'll just kill somebody <laughs> just kill while I'm here off, yeah. from random that's, that's what I mean like I think he was kind of starting to enjoy the oh Aye. You know, the serial killing aye, I think he just there was the thing that he was doing on the side uh, to get to his end goal aye. so as I'm saying it's really cool man it's yeah. like there's multiple stories within one story yeah, do you know what I mean totally. which is fucking really 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 well done Nancy Allen's character shows up and there's John Lithgow you know yeah. he, he's literally if he wasn't on any attention he's going about it the wrong way man because he's <laughs> like you know he's fucking just killed somebody so it's yeah. only a matter of time before somebody comes screaming out of that toilet totally. saying somebody's been murdered do you know what I mean so again 
maybe just try to put the point that he has a fucking nutcase. Aye, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And just any opportunity to yeah. kill, he'll do it. Set this up. John Travolta's put a wire on, and he's Nancy out. Ann's he's character. outside. He's out listening he... in the car, and she goes in with the wire on. A cool shot to set that up as well. John Lithgow's like on a walkway up in the windows, and he's looking. Yeah, the camera he's pans up, up, and he's looking down yeah, on them. And then the camera kind of follows Nancy Allen in and through the window and down and round, and it's yep. like a kind of one shot take again. Really, really smart. Yeah, aye, kind of comes round and follows her into the. And then it gives. Station. And then it kind of gives you his perspective and Aye, her look yeah. at him looking down and her and walking in then you kind of see him silhouetted on, on the windows and you see him walking away to, Aye, he's to basically looking her. down and then he does meet her and then obviously he's, <laughs> this, is, this is a bit like similar to the bit where he's trying to strangle her and the fucking you know the, the, the woman in the, the street in front of everybody he meets her and he's pretending he's the anchor dude and they start kind of walking and he's walk, he's kind of walking her down because obviously there's a train station but there's a subway yeah, underneath yeah. so he starts walking her down there and then I think Travolta realises there's something's not quite right I think when right. he hears his voice he's like that's, that's not, not the same voice oh, aye. so guy. Travolta runs into the station he's still he's trying to keep within distance where he can still hear what's going on he's trying to listen aye. and then he gets wee snippets of like, noises where he's like alright it's a subway so he, yeah. he follows him down it's there's a bit where John Lithgow and Nancy Allen's character are walking along and there's fucking people on the platform <laughs> man and he's already getting the strangling he's getting device right. and he's like walking up to the end of the platform like. aye but there's still folk right yep. fucking there and he's like he's got the strangling device out, walking by folk and I'm doesn't, just like doesn't give a fuck man I'm just like what the fuck man that would be one criticism about it yeah. I probably did, made it a bit more believable in, in those, they, they those trying parts not to get caught trying not to get caught to me he's trying fucking he's, he's the most stupid fucking serial killer ever do you know yeah. what I mean he's not very incognito here <laughs> but he walks up to the end of the platform into the kind of dark you know but it starts yeah. to become the tunnel I think somebody ju- somebody, just somebody bit, comes out uh, in front of them so well there's somebody you know. standing like fucking five <laughs> feet behind them anyway but I for, for whatever reason yeah, he decides not, he's, like, oh. he's like oh shit there's yeah. a guy right there so I better no strangle her <laughs> and she kind of she's a complete idiot obviously she's like mm-hmm. yeah and then they get on a train and speed off and Travolta gets there too late and sees them Aye, and, that, and that's a fuck. That's fucking chase, man. I know. Well, that, that was insane. A, again, that that was something that they put into the film when they got the bigger budget because that that didn't really exist like that. It's fucking mad. Yeah, it's like I was it's watching the most expensive uh, sequence in the film. I, I know shit, man. Because did you read the story behind it? No. Right. So, most expensive sequence in the film: this car chase through uh, Philadelphia, through the streets, through the they had all the extras for the parade and all that kind of chasing through that jeep kind of doing mad skids and turns and then mad jumps and then it crashes into the building Aye. they were transporting the, the the negatives from the camera to to go and get uh, developed and cut uh, the guy that was transporting them stopped off at a Dunkin Donuts to get some donuts and somebody stole the, the negatives at the back of the, shit. the truck and they never found them that was it fuck the most expensive sequence in the film the negatives were gone holy fuck man yeah, they had, so they had to reshoot all that some cunts got that though well, not maybe not now. No, like, uh, in, in that interview with Brian Palmer, he thinks it was just some kids that <coughs> just saw, saw an opportunity nah, to steal some stuff and they stole it and they probably got it and like, what the fuck's this? And they just, and just fucking threw it away. Yeah. That's insane, man. Aye, so they had to reshoot all that. Jesus Christ. Yep. Oh, fucking hell. Wild. That's, aye, totally <laughs> wild. John Lithgow and Nancy's character jumped the train, so he's trying to basically keep up with the train <coughs> and the. Uh, he knows where it's going. I he, think uh, Nancy Allen. Oh no, they know that he knows that they're going to the the Liberty Bell, Liberty Bell parade. Parade thing. See the fireworks. Aye. Yep. So he's jumped and he's fucking. I mean, fucking. That's. Yeah, I mean, that's some seems, good it's yep. fucking close to the fucking bone, man. Yeah, There's like a few he drives that have, right through the the parades, like the 
people marching like Aye. the car drives right through all those people doesn't it look like they're fucking health and safety dup at all they would have been they would have been man but it looks fucking it's, it was a ah, it looks big, big budget Hollywood film man. pretty fucking intense yeah. though man it kind of reminded me a wee bit of the one in taking a pill in one, two, three. Mm. You know that car chase. That sort of re- just totally relentless. That's I just ripping through, ripping the through, not yeah. giving a fuck about yeah. any obstacles. Just going straight through it. He goes all the way through it and then just randomly just fucking drives into the front of a shop, which I That's thought was one, a bit. The one bit that annoyed me about Aye. this film was that it didn't, it didn't, it didn't seem to make sense that he would do that. And then they should have done. They should have just had them have swerve it away a car or something like that. Somebody, Aye, but, yeah. but he just turns it's into like a, he just. Turns into a shop on the street and he just turns and crashes into a shop. Ah, you, know? you know, just like that is one criticism. I'd be like, fuck, they could have maybe, a, like I say, even something as simple as they didn't even need, out I, the way or something. I don't like think that. they even need to have that happen. He could have still been late, you know what I mean? Like, because he, I, because I, because the idea is that he gets held up. Ah, yes, right. That, but they could have just had him be late. I be know? late, I. Yeah. So he crashes into the shop and then the, the, obviously we get the uh, Nancy Allen's character and John Lithgow's character. They arrive and it's, it's obviously night at this point. Yeah. And there's fireworks going off. So John Lithgow's like, "Yes, nobody's going to notice me strangling her." And if they do, who gives a fuck? Because I was quite because I don't care anyway. I was quite <laughs> cool and openly going to kill her in front of everybody in the train station yeah. anyway. Decides for whatever reason to fucking take her away out here. But then John Travolta's character wakes up and he's in an ambulance. He's like, but he's still got the the sound gear. Hi, what? what that sound gear's amazing. That sound gear's <laughs> it's got some range. Top grade shit, man. I need to get myself some of that vintage 70s just, stuff. It just so happens that he's not that far away from Aye. where they are. I mean, so he jumps out of the ambulance and he can hear their voices and he's like, fuck shit. So Aye, he starts he, kind of forcing his way through the crowd. Aye, and, and then at this point, John Lithgow's got her up kind of secluded in this kind of it's like a podium, a sort, of, podium, podium sort of thing. Yeah. It's out the way, yeah. which is funny because it's out the way. Um, he's not doesn't give a fuck about like that. There's loads of people around. <laughs> man, fucking a barber shop, man. At fucking <laughs> three o'clock in the afternoon. Um, so, aye, that's when he basically they get the kind of fight between her and him. Yeah. She realizes all shit, and he's like fucking. Because originally she gives him the tape, and he starts ripping it up, and he throws that's it right, in yeah, the water. Down by the river, and, and, she, and she's still yeah. like, "What are you doing there?" Yeah, he's aye. like, "For fuck's sake, man!" He's clearly a bad guy. Yeah, <laughs> we get this kind of back and forth. Of it, you know, you don't really know what's happening, but it's such a vault of rushing through crowds, and then yeah. it cuts back to them having a fight. Quite tense, quite tense. Yeah. I really, really well shot. And then you've got the—I mean, it looks cool. You get the, the fireworks, fireworks above them while they're while they're <coughs> fighting and stuff. He's basically attacking her. Travolta manages to find out where, and he runs up, catches him. John Lithgow's character's got the ice pick, and he's just about to start stabbing her. And then we get that cool scene where it's Trotter comes over the, the back yeah, of him and grabs his own hand himself. and starts stabbing him. Aye, I mean, I'd forgotten about this. Aye, me film, as well. I had in my head that you hear the, no, no she screams. Mm-hmm. I had in my head that you hear that scream and then it cuts to her being in a booth in the cinema dubbing the scream for the film. I, I don't know where I got that. Right, right, okay. For some reason I had that in my head. Oh, right, okay. Um, but obviously that's not what happens. Like, uh, basically, Travolta's too late and Lithgow's already killed her. He strangled her with his wee Aye. watch gizmo. Which is fucking grim. And it is grim. And, uh, and the ending of this I film mean, is chop, fucking grim, man. Chops to, uh, props to Travolta for, for the way he acts in this. Like, he's, he's acting this really good. Like Shut when, up. He, when he kind of picks her up and like he's kind of crying and stuff and the, the camera's sort of panning Round them low and you can see all the fireworks and the celebration going on behind them contrasting his as, uh, total despair despair yeah and aye. Then it, aye, it cuts and he's listening to the scream the, to the, the whole sequence because he's got the whole sequence of that ha- her being murdered aye because he's still tape. got the tape running yeah. on, off from so the wire so you kind of listening to that and then it merges into him sitting in the dubbing suite and they've put Nancy Allen's Real death scream and for the scream in the 
and the horror and, 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 and I the scream that they, they couldn't get. Yeah, he used yeah. it, which is fucking grim. And you see Sinister and yeah, it's a good scream. It's a good Aye. scream. You can see he's just totally gone. What a fucking horrible yeah, ending, totally man. The proper down ending. Oh man. So grim. Yeah. Like fuck, I totally forgot how grim that no, ending was. Like, man. Yeah, like I'd totally wiped out of my head. Like for some reason I'd built this other ending out up and right, it was right. like this happier ending. Yeah, <laughs> right. Maybe it's because it was so fucking grim. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Try to counteract it. Yeah. It's kinda almost a bit twisted that he used it as well. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, something something kinda sick as if he's I think it's an he's, actual death. He's you know, broke, like he's something in broke probably. I mean, yeah. in, in obviously, the way he looks at that part, I mean... Oh, he has broken by that He's fucked. Yeah. So you can see it in his face. Yeah. Um, I fucking Travolta, man. At one time, he was a fucking amazing actor. He was fucking excellent, yeah. man. Tarantino brought it out in him again in uh, really? Pulp Fiction because he's great in that as well. <clears throat> I mean, he has done, he has, has done good stuff. <laughs> I, do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Even later on, he's done some half decent yeah, shit. Yeah, still. I mean, his face off is pretty good. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking... It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous it's, cheese, you know, but... Him, him and Cage together in that film were... I mean, Pretty it's him, him trying to be Cage is fucking. Aye, he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aye, he's like he went full fucking nutcase. Aye, I mean, it's, it's a silly film, but it's. Aye, it's it's fluff. Yeah, it's yeah, total fluff, yeah. man. But aye, like aye, again, just a master class and great acting, great writing, great, camera great work, cinematography. Aye, it's. Yeah. There's a reason why good editing, aye, good, good, everything. good sound work as well because obviously this, the film's about sound and they, they do do stuff with the sound throughout the film. They do, aye, they use it There's well. There's a lot of kind of cool <laughs> stuff like they're in the street and like you're hearing all the sounds of the street kind of going on and then they walk in a door and the, the street gradually melts away and ah, it's really really well done and there was another bit Travolta's working on ah, there's a bit he's working on something in, in his kind of cutting room and uh, there, there's one of the tapes is just spilling like over and over that's right and he, kinda, really he, he goes out to speak to someone and then he comes back a wee bit and then you, you kind of hear the tape spilling like in the background that's the bit the, where the, the the anchor guy comes to talk right, to him yeah, initially right. I, and then he takes him away into the which is another weird thing. scene they put in but it's really cool that yeah. he did put it in because there was no really any need to have it in there but it, it worked really well yeah I, it's just it's a, it's a smart movie but no one uh, trying to be smart like no, you know, it just uh, you know uh, it's no trying to be you know like like some later Christopher Nolan stuff where it's just like look how smart I'm no it's no smart it's just fucking no, annoying no it's just a, a to tell a, a cool story aye yeah. but he's using sound the camera yeah. you know he's using all, all the tools at his disposal he, he kind of I mean? based it around um, there's a film called Blow Up which tells a similar story right but with pictures alright so cool. rather than so it's, it's a guy blowing up pic, like pictures to see something dodgy going on. Oh, right, okay, cool. But he flipped and made it sound. So it's a guy who's. Oh, I don't know too much about the blow up one. Just just a wee bit that. It's interesting. I yeah. who, who who wrote the screenplay for us? De Palma was one of the credits, and a guy called Bill Meskey Jr. Right, Bill Mes Mesk. Right, don't know how to pronounce that. Well, uh, props to him and De Palma because <coughs> it's fucking cool. It's a really good script. Other stuff he's done is a film called Safe House in nineteen ninety seven. Uh, dinosaur Babes in 1996. <laughs> dinosaur Babes? Dinosaur fucking hell. Babes. He's moved up in the world. That's interesting. He's That's wild. He's only got three credits. Really? Blowout. Uh, Safe House. Uh, the Versace Murder. Uh, for, that for, for, writing, for writing credits. And then he produced that Dinosaur Babes one. Fucking Dinosaur Babes, man. Yeah. That's pish. That's, a, that's mad. <laughs> uh, you'd think, you know, coming... Uh, have more credits. Something as good as that. Uh, yeah. Kind of similar to the... It was the other movie the, that we did. The, the director had done pretty much nothing. It was, uh, was Caliber, wasn't it? Yeah. Did yeah. that one really, really good mm, film and then yeah, just... Not, not much else. I don't think he did anything fucking else, did he? No. 
That's weird, right? A couple of short films before it, and that was it, I think. Strange, isn't it? Maybe they just find they just get they get sick of the, the industry or something. Or maybe like you say maybe yeah, they just made the film that they wanted to make. Yeah, that's not the case. Obviously, you went on to make loads of other stuff. Did Scarface and the Untouchables, Gary, uh, the Mission Impossible film, the first one. Did he do the first one? Eh? The, the very first Tom Cruise one. Eh? I didn't know uh, that. Eh? Didn't. It's, it's great. I like that one. Things really good. It's a the film as well. You can see. Ah, you can see it's been that long for a saw it, man. I went to pictures to see that in fucking it's 90s, nice, man. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> a long time ago. Ah, it was a long time ago, mate. <laughs> Aye, this, this film was good. I, I liked it. Aye. Um, it's probably one that, I, I think it's talked about more now, but like, because it didn't do so well at the box office, I think it was a kind of forgotten De Palma film. Aye. At one point. Aye. Um, kind of like, actually something similar <clears throat> with Scorsese we were talking about before we came on here, um, The Last Temptation of Christ, sort of similar. Yeah, yeah. It's like one of the ones that kind of just kind of gets glossed really over a wee bit because yeah. I've not even seen it and that's fucking shocking because I've seen loads of you know Scorsese yeah. stuff. But uh. I was other I was going to say you find this interesting. Uh, Pacino was the first choice for the role of Travolta's character. He would have never did it better, yeah, Travolta man. Yeah. Do you know something? I'm going to say something controversial here. I'm going to say something about Al Pacino. Al Pacino's like I think he's overrated, man. He's good in the stuff that he's good in. And he's you know fucking I mean? bad yeah. when he's bad. Like, yeah. everybody goes on about Devil's Advocate. He's fucking terrible in that he's movie. Hamming man. It up in that one. He's hamming it up in that one. But it's too far. It's, it takes it too far. But then you man. see him in something like Heat. And he's, he's good in Heat. Heat. He's he, good in Heat. He's but. so good in Heat. <laughs> Interesting is the way about Heat that I got told. That character now, he's like quite kind of brash and loud. And aye. Well, that's, that's just who Al Pacino plays. crazy? Aye, but he was playing that character like that because apparently he was supposed to have a coke addiction. Oh, and he's meant to be but, rattling. Aye, but they cut all the coke. That's it. So he just looks out, fucking so just looks mental. Like he's off his head, that's just Al Pacino. I, I don't know how true that is, but I thought that was quite funny if that's... He, so he's like, right, okay, so I'm supposed to be coked out in my nut. Right, and, and then they cut all the coke scenes. They cut, <laughs> they cut the scenes out where, where he's maybe like rubbing his nose and stuff, like Aye. he's just done a line. Oh, but they took, they cut all that stuff out. So it's, it just makes you think, oh, it's just Al Pacino just being Al Pacino, Pacino being, being yeah. over the top, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Aye, but... Nah, Travolta was fucking bang yeah, on for that. Perfect choice for it, for sure. I don't think Pacino's got the subtlety to play that character. No, that, no, that they'd be loud and over the top. <clears> it would have been totally yeah. different, man. Yeah, it'd totally. be more like a caricature. He'd have, he would have probably felt a bit too old for it as well. He would at that he, point, even aye. Even you know, he's, not that he was old at that point, but he would have probably he would have felt been in his 40s. No, he would have been in his yeah. 40s, aye. Considering, like, how young uh, Travolta is in it. You know? Aye, he's maybe only, what, 26, 27, yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Aye, no, no, I think he was perfectly cast for that, man. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Thought was I can't praise him enough, man. Guy, yeah. guy was fucking great back in the day, man. Yeah, the, the, and this film in particular, like, it was very, very good. Shit, he's really good carry and all. Although he's not got a big part in it, but you know, he plays plays a, an asshole. Good. Is, is he well. Nancy Allen's boyfriend in that? Aye, aye, aye. Yeah. aye. Rating then. Go, you go, the you go first. Then, four. It's four for me, man. Aye, I'm going to give us. Yeah, I'm going to give us a four as well. Great story, like you said. Great story, great script, uh, great acting, cinematography. Cinematography was great. <coughs> Direction was great. It was interesting stuff going on with the camera. Interesting stuff going on with the sound. It's, aye. Aye, it's a good film. Good character development. Um, there, there's nothing. I don't think there's anything about. There's the music actually was a bit weird for me. <laughs> ah, that's, the, that's the Palma, but yeah, because it has like this. 
has this traditional orchestral score, and it hits it cuts away this funky, funky. TV but pop show. You've never, so you've never saw Scarface, so no. Scarface is exactly it's the same. That. That, that's actually a thing that, that people poke fun at the Palma for. These music choices, I bet you it's almost like porno music or like 70s porno I, music. 70s cop mu- Aye, show music but, is but, but fucking Scarface is full of it, man, like right. full of it. Okay. Aye, it's that kind of yeah. funky. Porno seventy music. I kind of prog, prog funk. Fuck what the fuck it is? It's just daft. No, no, that the, the music choices kind of that threw me a wee bit. I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not sure about that. But that that and, the, that and the bit where Travolta just randomly runs a car into a fucking shop. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, but I, I can forgive it because everything else you're not everything else about is so it's good. fucking good. Yeah, so totally. you, you let it slide. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Yep, I like this. What, what's your four. four? Aye, four, four for me four. as well, man. Aye, definitely. Ah, solid four too, man. Yeah, aye, absolutely. Bonafide classic. Oh, fuck aye. For sure. Definitely. Yep. Absolutely. Cool. Let's let's see what we've got next. Yes. Possession, 1981. Also a 1981 film. Possession? Possession. Did you do that? No, I don't think so. I don't think I've seen that, man. <coughs> cool. Well, it's mystery movie, Possession. 81. From 1981. Mystery movie. Excellent. Yep. <laughs> Sounds... Like a, Sounds like it might be an Exorcist knockoff. Fuck it, I fuck it. If it's eighty one, I don't even remember putting that on there. My sure it's no possessor, mate. You've put it. In no, no, no. It's put possessors. Let's <laughs> IMDb it. IMDb that shit, mate. That's definitely no mine, mate. Because I'd, 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 I'd fucking heard it. Oh, Sam Neill's in it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, and I, I seen I seen this on that Shudder documentary. Uh, in Search of Darkness Alright okay I've seen this on there And thought that looked interesting Alright so sweet I fired it in Nice one Yeah Alright cool That's cool This one right, Neither early, one is this Early Sam Neill film Neither one of us saw this Two hours for a minute God damn Better be fucking good, good man. <laughs> <laughs> Cool uh, Come back next week Here's a talk about Possession Catch you later